Hello and welcome to the 365 Talk Social Media Podcast. My name is Amy and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about online reviews and statistics and specifically 2022 trends that you can expect to see in terms of online reviews and the reason why online review management is so important whether you do that in-house or you seek additional help doing so because reviews are such a pinnacle point in terms of consumer decision making, where people spend their money, even how employees or potential employees see your business because things like Indeed and Glassdoor, you can leave employee reviews. There's all types of reviews on online review platforms. All of them have a slight different preference in terms of the reason why people are leaving reviews, whether that's a brand as a whole, a product specifically, or down to minute detail in terms of customer service. So today I'm going to be talking about basically how reviews are going to look over the next year, ways that you can get ahead of the game or things to consider in terms of which review platforms are the most popular, which we can see to continue expanding, how the levels are kind of pre-pandemic level now that we're reaching more a sense of normal now and we don't have to worry about the pandemic affecting businesses like we had to, all things like that in terms of today's episode. So with that all said and done, let's dive straight into the episode. So a lot of these stats have been provided by review trackers, which is really helpful because it means that they've done really really huge research in terms of providing sources for all of their stats and everything that we share whether that's on our blog on our podcast it's always made sure that there are sources behind it and if you check out our blogs there's always the links to the sources as well and our content creator beth always makes sure that she does a really good job in terms of making sure that you know that what we're talking about is really reputable and so the same goes for everything that i'm going to be talking about today so first of all in terms of key findings in terms of 2022 reviews and where we can look and expect to see reviews over the next year first of all google is the top review site and i don't know whether that would come as a surprise to some people or not i guess it depends on where your business sits in terms of google reviews so zero click searches which is where someone will search your company and not click through to any websites but just look to see what's on basically the google domain and how your like business is represented there those types of searches are up 65 percent in when we look at 2022 which means that more people now than ever before are reading google reviews directly from search results and so it's really important there to be seen to be resolving negativity thanking positivity and making sure that you're getting people to leave you reviews as well where you can because if people are seeing that as the first impression of your business, you can't change your first impression. So if you can try to increase your reviews, get more five-star reviews and have this really positive display of your business and what it offers and how it performs is going to be so advantageous in terms of how you compete with your competitors and how you look from, like I said, your first impressions point of view. And very interestingly, 88% of all reviews come from only four review sites. So what it's trying to say there is that marketers should really focus on top directories specific to your business and to your industry and hold domain authority and impact reputation there. Don't ask people to leave reviews here, there and everywhere and not be specific to one domain. I would definitely say pick your preference in terms of the most important review platform and kind of whittle it down. So it might be that Google's at the top, Trustpilot, TripAdvisor, making sure that you really direct people to one specific review platform will really help. And you can do that, like I said before, in email newsletters, you can follow up customer communication, you can follow 
follow up how did we do type of things and really try to yield people in one specific place especially the more reviews you get the more reputable you are as well and naturally people then start leaving reviews elsewhere too so really interestingly as well is that review interactions are up 50% from pre-pandemic levels and we can expect that continue to rise this year as a whole it showcases that consumers have this heightened sensibility about where to go or what to purchase in the wake of the pandemic and not to take as many risks in terms of online purchase behavior where to visit making sure that it's essentially worth their time they're going somewhere where they know that they're going to get a great service a great product or you know it lives up to what they expect it to be and using customer experience from previous visits is so much better than of course what you're saying on your website people want to know what other people have said and if they can't get their friends or family recommendations they turn to online and i spoke about that in our last episode where reviews are actually being considered as the same value as friend and family recommendations so so important very interestingly in terms of 2022 predictions is that reviews are going to get a lot shorter so less are the days where people would basically spill their whole story of why they visited what they wanted how they got it and this really elaborate detail of why they've left that review whether that's positive or negative typically reviews are now getting to the size of an extended tweet so that 240 characters where it's a very quick nutshell summary which is great because it means more people leaving reviews because it takes them less time to do it in our understanding of where reviews are in terms of 365 i would definitely say that this is a trend we're already seeing for positive reviews people are much more likely to say a great service and leave a five-star review or you know give a very very short summary and leave a very short review with that as well i would say it's more negative we're seeing that are a little bit more detailed because people really want to either share their frustration in so that people can really be empathetic or really detail something that was wrong so I feel like positive reviews already we're seeing this trend but I think that it's going to definitely take off across all of the sentiment and we're going to see just shorter reviews and more of them and not surprisingly enough companies are not responding fast enough or at all to reviews and it's one of those things that people are going to judge you on that so if you're not having a process where reviews are managed looked after replied to and also the learnings from those taken away it's going to have such a negative effect on your business because all of your competitors if they aren't already will start to implement that as well and apparently 53 percent of customers expect businesses to respond to a negative review within a week so one in three have a shorter time frame expectation of three days or less so it's coming very comparable to community management online whereby people expect a fast response and to be really acknowledged for their negativity or positivity as that last port of call from a business as well and responsive industry leaders get higher ratings from their review platforms which is something we've known now for a really long time and something that we really share with our clients that are considering review management and thinking but why should I do it? Faster review responses at times are closely linked to having a positive reputation. The quicker you get back, it's very similar to the way that Facebook rewards you for kind of going back to your customers, you kind of get in more reach. Same thing kind of goes in terms of review platforms. The better responsive that you are, the more you're praised for that. The more that you use a platform internally, basically the platform gives you more back as well. So something to consider once again, it's not just what you're doing for your business, but how that generally affects your reach and your brand awareness as well. 
what's more is that customers don't trust companies with lower than four star ratings and the most common filter applied to see only companies with four star ratings or higher so again if your reviews now are sitting closer to three stars you really want to get it to four to five you really need to implement a strategy of getting more reviews especially obviously for those that you've had a really positive connection with making sure you're going back and really praising positivity it might be that someone goes to leave a review realize that you're not looking at them or acknowledge them and thinking what's the point is it not worth my time and just making sure that it's part of that process even if you just chat to someone you're a restaurant you have a great experience with a customer saying to them hey do you mind actually leaving us a review it'd be really appreciated making sure that becomes second nature is going to really help your business stand out and also reviews that talk specifically about a value of a product or a service tend to be more critical than reviews that talk about other aspects of customer experience such as product service or location and it's clear to say as well where we're going to get out of this pandemic in one way or the other people still have a lot of uncertainty in terms of what the world's going to look like there's a lot of anxiety still the pandemic hasn't gone from people's minds and so reviews really inspire customer confidence in uncertain times and it's something to be really mindful of as we kind of reset to a new kind of normal something to consider is that you want to make sure your customers have complete confidence in your brand and what you're offering so interestingly when it comes to which review sites people check before visiting a business the top four go in this specific order first of all it's google then yelp then tripadvisor then facebook and then shortly after is other so there'll be other review sites that aren't classified in those big four and i think that the takeaway here in terms of that top review in terms of still being google as i mentioned earlier is that two-thirds of consumers look at information on google before visiting a business and so as a marketer you must have a firm grasp on best practices using google my business so making sure that your business is fully utilizing all of the benefits such as just implementing and claiming your business on google my business and using all the good things that they offer there and of that 88 percent where we see the division there 73 percent is google then yelp is six percent facebook three percent and tripadvisor three percent as well so again i feel like if you are putting all of your focus into TripAdvisor and you're in the travel industry then that obviously makes a lot of sense but Google needs to really be considered. Now we have a blog post about the fact that reviews and SEO go hand in hand and the best practices for reviews in terms of responding there's tons of different tips and tricks in terms of enhancing your SEO performance but SEO is all organic results so anything you put in you're going to maintain to get those results over the next couple of years and as your business develops and obviously even just the age of your website positively affects your seo but often review sites as i mentioned in a previous podcast sit underneath your main website on google so of course you want a it to display a very high review score and also the number of reviews as well if you have no reviews there you're going to look really unreputable and people aren't going to trust you whereas if you have a number of reviews and you're responding to them even even if you're a small business you can start really small making sure that all of the customers that have had a great experience with you you're letting them know that it'd be really great for you to leave a review in the platform of your choice so the review tracker data showcases that 94% of consumers say that bad reviews convince them to avoid a business. So this ties in with the fact that I spoke about before where even though a review may be really negative if you're not going back to the if you're not going back to the customer with a positive response, that's going to look even worse. Whereas if someone has seen a negative review that they think, you know what, that's going to might put me off. If they say a response underneath from the business saying this is, you know, really unusual, we really want to look into this, we really care, 
that's going to help convince them that the review is not as bad because the company really cares about making it right so all of these things tie in so much so if you listen to our previous podcast and you took some takeaways away from that so they all go together really really closely in terms of building a strategy and making sure that ultimately responding to your reviews is one of the best things you can do for your business and the way that you're represented online and 63% of the customers that they interviewed here said that at least one company they reviewed never responded to them and again if you're getting if you're getting businesses that do respond really well and also those that aren't responding you're losing out to that business or that brand awareness or that loyalty because people don't feel respected or loved in the same way where we take all of the learnings away from this stat it ultimately is saying that reviews both positive and negative contribute to your brand's trustworthiness from a customer point of view reviews are useful for potential customers when they're honest and objective you can always respond to review to show customers that you care and provide additional context purchases are also most influenced by reviews with a average rating of 4.2 to 4.5 stars out of 5. So not only do critical comments on review sites and social media offer valuable insights on how your business can improve, they can also give your brand reputation a necessary measure of authenticity and transparency. According to research on a 5 star rating by Northwestern, purchases are most influenced by reviews with an average 4.2 to 4.5 stars out of 5, making this the ideal average star rating for purchase profitability. I said this before, but all five stars is a bit sus. Three stars, not great. You wanna have a very high four point something stars because, because then you understand that things may have gone wrong, but generally the consensus in terms of a wide range of consumers have had a great experience. And according to a search engine land report, businesses with more reviews generate 54% more revenue. Furthermore, those with more than average number of reviews bring in 82% more in annual revenue than businesses with below average review quantity. So we can take from all of these stats that the importance of adapting to evolving customer needs and expectations is a must this year. As companies navigate an increasingly complex market in today's post-pandemic setting, part of the challenge is to manage online reviews in ways that reflect the lives of their customers and showcase that a business really does care about what the customers are saying and how you're gonna use that information to better your business, whether that's taking a complaint and understanding where things went wrong or even positivity and if there's a specific name making sure that that feedback is presented to the person mentioned so reviews give tons of insights and if you're not looking at them ultimately you are missing out so this podcast will be the last one focusing on review management we have shared tons of resources on our socials as i mentioned we have our online blog where there's been tons of in-depth information about review management shared this month as well so all in january we focused on review management we really wanted to give a really thorough look into one of the most important services you can consider online. Next month, we're gonna be talking about a new topic, so stay tuned to listen to that. But with that all said and done, thank you so much for listening, and yeah, we'll be back next week for another episode. Bye.